Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And welcome into the program. This is game time on this Tuesday afternoon. Game week as we get ready for a uh, another exciting program here this afternoon. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Aaron Sexton, thank you so much for being a part of the program on this Tuesday afternoon. We're brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. If people only knew what we do around here, I uh, I got to I got to be honest, it, it Ward, it's it's the first week of the season, and typically a lot of things that have to be done only once get done this week, so it's a little hectic for us, and we've all been kind of running around like, uh, I, I don't know, just it's just been busy, and I forgot to uh, to bring some headphones into the studio, and Ward had to go fly into another room and find me some, but anyway... So we're we're glad you're with us this afternoon. Uh, you getting you getting a little jazzed up? I, I, I'll tell I you, I, I met with with Coach Help today. Uh, Johnny Tucson, Darren Burrow, and myself will be doing the broadcast, and, and we we sat down and met with Coach Help and talked Lions football and talked about West Mesquite. And man, it's uh it's it, it's fun. I mean, it's 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 go time. Yeah, and, I, it, I got all my uh, coaches' segments done that we run on the station. Oh, you're so done. I'm done. So they're all ready to go and. Got to visit with the coaches and spend some time with them. Is that so fun? Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's here. It is absolutely here. I talked to Kevin Hoffman this morning uh, for the uh, Mark Panthers coaches show, and mm-hmm. then uh, as I mentioned, talked to Lyndon Helt uh, uh, today for uh, the Waco uh, program and the in the in the game broadcasts. Tomorrow I'll get to visit with, uh, let's see, uh, Gatesville, Midway, Holland, Rogers. I got several mm-hmm. that I'll talk to tomorrow and get things organized and get things ready to go. So look forward to that. So and then, of course, uh, Fridays we'll uh, in, in in. I hope this goes well, but you're going to be at Wildcat Stadium yes. in Temple. I'm going to be at uh, Mesquite Memorial Stadium, mm-hmm. and somehow we're going to do it. Do a show together right here on this very radio program, knocketh on wood. So uh, yeah. So that's the I'll plan. In, I'll be in Temple tomorrow. Are you gonna? Oh, that's right. You got a coach's show to to do tomorrow, right? Live from Wings Pizza and Things tomorrow at six o'clock with Coach Stewart. So good stuff. Hey, I was gonna mention to you, and uh, Thursday on our program, uh, around five o'clock Thursday, we're gonna visit with Derek Johnson, the former Waco High linebacker, former Texas Longhorn, former Kansas City Chief. You know, he's going into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. On Friday night, and then on September the third, the following Friday night, it's the Derek Johnson uh, Kickoff Classic at Waco ISD Stadium, and that night is the night that they honor Johnny Tusa for his uh, for his service to to Jefferson Moore and to Waco High, and and as the athletic director afterwards, and they'll also salute that 1986 class, which was the first consolidated class, you know, right, which was Waco. Jefferson Moore and Richfield. And the cool thing is how they did that. Uh, they took the name of Waco High, obviously. They took the mascot of Jefferson Moore, and they took the colors of Richfield. 
That's cool. And so everybody had a you know had a piece of it, and everybody felt a part of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, and then university uh, stayed in its own in, in its own deal. So you went from four from uh, four high schools to two high schools, which was a great idea. Yeah, there are there are those who think that maybe selfishly, if you will, from an athletic standpoint, uh, that if you'd have went to one high school, wow, we. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. But, you know, from an athletic standpoint and an academic standpoint, it's two different things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. At some point, you've got to figure out if you have enough campus to do that or if you have enough room to be able to do something like that. And there's ways that it can be done. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt. But it, it takes some very, very tricky maneuvering when you get up to so many numbers. All right, on the program today, we're going to visit with Curtis Quinlan. We'll talk some high school and college football with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Wilson, I told you we'd get Jeff back on the program. I, w- I want to talk to Jeff about about where they're going. I want to talk to Jeff about, uh, about COVID. Uh, they got some COVID issues with that ball club. And uh, we'll do that uh, today as well. And then uh, Billy Embody, this is I, – I, this is pretty cool. He's covering the Tigers of LSU for Go247Sports.com and SMU, right? Yeah, he does. He he is the guy for both of those, yeah. Wow. That and, and he must does, keep you hopping. Well, and he does a great job. He do, he covers both of those as well as anybody could cover one. He, he does such a good job. I really like to visit with Billy. We'll also get into some NFL news and notes. Uh and and we'll we'll have some some conversation concerning the uh, the, the New Orleans Saints and, and you know their their quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he win the job last night? In your opinion, I yeah, he certainly didn't hurt himself. No, he didn't. You're right. I I don't know if he won it, but he certainly made a heck of a case for it. I I I, just, I don't know what's going through Sean Payton's mind right now. And he's not going to tell you either. <laughs> he's not going to. You, you'll hear that later. <laughs> he's certainly not going to tell you. Yeah. Uh, I, in fact, I kind of thought it was funny. That's why we're going to hear this this mm-hmm. piece of audio a little later on in the program. I was listening to it this morning. And I thought, no, that's clever. Uh, you know, he's basically said, hey, look, uh, when we know, you'll know. You know, we don't want to leave you guys out. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure you don't. <laughs> so, he kind of said the same thing before the game, too. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, it's and he's probably sick and tired of talking about it. Oh, absolutely, he is. I'm sure he is. So, there you go. So that's kind of what we got planned for you here this afternoon. Baylor continues its uh, preparation, if you will, uh, for their uh, for another sp- spring, not spring, but another scrimmage, and then mm-hmm. of course I think Saturday is meet the Bears. It is. So you can you'll be able to do that. That'll be cool. But they're going through game week, and you know one of the one of the things that we've talked about all spring, all summer, is what it doesn't matter who takes the snaps, mm-hmm. if you don't have quality play along the offensive line, does it really matter? No. I mean, you've got to be able to go and get it done up front, and you know, uh, Friday, I guess, it, yeah, I guess you go go back to Friday after practice. You know, they talk, uh, the uh, media got to meet with Dave Aranda, but also Connor Galvin was there. And, and Connor Galvin talked about the offensive line and the rotation of the offensive line. 
Uh, we're still rotating guys to see who who can play with who. You know, we got Jake and Grant and all them. Zay, just like switching positions, tackles are moving, guards are moving. So, I think next week is when it'll start settling down. Gal that is Connor Galvin, and uh, he was talking about the offensive line. Uh, Terrell Bernard, Ward talked about the confidence that this defense has, and they should have confidence. I mean, that this this is a unit that uh, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a good unit, good solid unit, and it may be the strength of the football team. And I certainly think it's the strength of the football team early. Oh, there's no doubt that right now the defense is is. I don't know how far ahead, but they're ahead of the offense. Uh, one, because they just now got to where they can name the starting quarterback or feel good about what they're doing with the starting quarterback. Two, this defense has been in, in the system, although last year was herky-jerky as it was, uh, it still was installed. And the offense, remember, is, is a complete new offense this year. So there's a couple of different factors that puts the defense ahead of the offense. But one of the things that Terrell Bernard talks about is that, hey, yeah, we got our base stuff down, but we, you know, we weren't able to do all the, some of the, in, the, the, the nuances of the defense because you were, you were teaching by Zoom. Right. And, and you, weren't, you weren't getting that one-on-one time, and, but he's still pretty confident about this defensive unit. Yeah, I'm really confident. You know, um, like you said, we got a lot, of, a lot of guys back with a lot of experience now, a lot of guys that have played a lot of snaps. Um, and, you know, being able to go through tough things together has made us closer to, uh, and, you know, inputting Apu into the middle of the defense is a game changer. You know, he's a, he's a difference maker. And then everybody getting another year to understand the defense and, you know, kind of mesh together and flow together, I think it's going to be I think it's gonna be a good year for us. So, I mean, and I, I, I'm excited about what, what we could see from this defensive unit this year. It, it could possibly be very good. And, you know, the, one of the things he's talking about is, you know, they understand the genre. They understand the language of the defense and, and what it's supposed to look like. And that, that's not all new. But now it's starting to come together because they're out on the field learning as they go and kind of seeing it in motion and, and doing it with their own self. And, and that, that makes a huge, huge difference. I mean, you could teach a lot on Zoom, and, but how much can you consume in that situation. Yeah, I, in, in there's when you're talking about teaching, I mean, in, in coaching in particular, there's a lot of showing, and that's where I think, well, yeah. you know, you can't, you can't say, okay, 16, you walk and stand here, and 42, you come and stand right. You can't do that on Zoom. No, and you, you don't have the light bulb moments. I right. Mean, in, in football the and aha, in sports. you're talking about yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. In sports, those light bulb moments are the ones that you look for as a coach, and when you when you see that, and, and a lot of times mm -hmm. it'll either go off in practice sometimes in a scrimmage or it'll go off a lot of times in the game when you go, he gots it now. He knows what he's doing now. So you have those moments. Well, you're not going to get those in Zoom. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. Right, and so where this defense was at the end of the year and probably where it started this year is probably night and day. Oh, I would think so. I, yeah, I would, I would absolutely think it's a total different world for them. So, it, it, it'll be fun. And, again, they're, they're going through a game simulation week, if you will. And I guess that's the best way to put it. Well, yeah, uh, they're they're simulating, simulating everything. Monday's the different day. Tuesday's a mm -hmm. different day. They'll do everything that they normally do on a Tuesday today. They'll do everything they normally do on a Wednesday. You know, I don't know if they 
have team breakfast or they have you know meetings in the morning or meetings in the afternoon they, they'll start, study halls yeah they'll start doing those things each and every week and so now this week it's a practice week and you know it's it's a good idea to practice every bit of that so it's not something new and you're not looking around going what do I do now what, what do I do now yeah and, and again I would suspect that they're if they don't put it all in that they'll put enough in that you know hey we're working on Texas State Mm-hmm. And then next week, they'll certainly, you know, they'll be ahead of the game, if you will, no, in, in their preparation yeah. for, for the Bobcats. I'm sure they're installing some of that right now. I would think so, too. Anyway, uh, and, and, and again, it's exciting stuff. I mean, as we get closer and closer to the start of Baylor football, and again, the Bears will open at Texas State. We'll have the broadcast right here on ESPN Radio, and I believe that's a 6 p.m. kick. Mm-hmm. That means it's a uh, 4 p.m. network broadcast. That means it's a 2 o'clock broadcast for us on our game day program mm-hmm. and you know the uh, tailgate show uh and again normally we're we're not on the road but we thought hey it's opening day it's right down the street in san marcus yeah not Let, a bad place to go not a bad place to go uh you know we'll we'll float the river or something you know that that morning <laughs> i i don't know i'm kidding but uh, so yeah we'll be there uh, with uh, Doug Furch and his group, and we'll be there around. Uh, we'll 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 kick the the broadcast will kick off around two o'clock. So look forward to that. We'll have uh, Matt Mosley along, and I think Lark is going to make the journey with us, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. So two o'clock on Saturday. What is that? September the fourth. It is uh, for uh, for opening day. Now, where will you be on Saturday, September the fourth? I will be on the campus of Mary Harden Baylor. So it's a home game. Yeah, it's home game. Six o'clock kickoff, and they're taking on. South Eastern, I believe. No, uh, gosh, I have to look. I haven't even. You haven't got that far, have you? No. (laughs) It's not Southeastern. That's the second, or Southwestern. That's the second week. It's Smiley University, I believe. Okay. I'm sure they're what uh, specialize in orthopedics and. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. It. uh, it's I mean, orthodontist. See, I was just making a joke, and I messed it up. It, orthodontist. It's going to be – yeah, that would be a good one. It's yeah. going to – it's Simpson College. Simpson. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, Simpson College. We, they, I don't remember them playing them ever before, so that's why I couldn't remember it, I guess. I would imagine it's kind of hard for Pete Frenberg to get non-conference football games. I would – I would. Who would want to play them? I would probably venture to say that's not an easy thing for them to do. But, again, you want to be the best. Yeah. You got to play the best. So, so uh, that would be interesting. But, yeah, Simpson College. Is, That's what I'd sell to my team as well if I'm going to play Mary Harden Baylor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. So, all right, so that'll be uh, on the 14th. It's a 16 after 4. Up next, we uh, we bring in Curtis Quinlan from KCENTV. We'll touch base on college football. We'll touch base on, on high school football, and we'll do it for you next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and warm conditions as low temperatures fall to 76 degrees. Mostly sunny skies continue tomorrow. It's going to be a humid day with a high of 98. Our heat index tops out at 104. And on Thursday, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of scattered showers and isolated storms and a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This September, Baylor Bear football is back. Slipping one man. It's Sneed. He's into the end zone. Wow, what a move. He's pressured, and he's down. He's got Abner for a touchdown. The 2021 
season kicks off Saturday, September 4th as Baylor hits the road against Texas State. Our coverage begins at 4 on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas. Have you heard about the new Quesabira? That's right, Quesabira. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Chicago Bears Matt Nagy reaffirmed to the team's decision to open the regular season with Andy Dalton at quarterback when the team announced that Dalton will not play in the regular season finale against Tennessee because the veteran will be the team's week one starter. LSU will require anyone attending Tiger Stadium this year that is 12 years age or older to provide proof of vaccination or negative PCR test taken within 72 hours. LSU became the first team from the SEC to outline such a policy. Astros on a two-game losing Street take on the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers get slammed by the Red Sox in extra innings, 8-4. Rangers travel to Cleveland to start a series with the Indians, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 20 after 4 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Aaron Sexton. We're glad you're with us, and we're joined now by the sports director for KCEN-TV, the Tower of Power, Curtis Quinlan. Curtis, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? I'm living the dream. How are you guys? Doing terrific. We appreciate the time today. Uh, l- let's let's begin at with college football. Let's begin on the Baylor campus And your overall thoughts on Bohannon winning the job and and the Bears naming him the starter this week? There were a couple of things that surprised – it it surprised me at first until I saw – until I went back and watched some of that Oklahoma game in the the Big 12 title game two years ago. Um, Because the couple of practices that I personally went to, I thought Zena looked a little bit better. 
But then you go back and you look at the Oklahoma game, and Bohannon made some incredible throws in a very similar scheme because that was a very multiple offense uh, team that Baylor had that year. And a lot of the stuff that Bohannon did well in is very, very, very similar to the type of scheme that they're going to run under Jeff Grimes. So once I kind of realized that, I was not surprised at all. I do think that this scheme very much fits Gary Bohannon's skill set. Um, and he's also, I mean, he's got just as accurate of an arm as any of the quarterbacks on that roster. So I do think that this was almost purely a scheme decision. So do you anticipate in this, in this system, Bohannon carrying the football a lot? Yes. Yeah. I would be shocked if we didn't see a lot of design quarterback runs. If, yeah, I'd be shocked if we didn't see a lot of design quarterback runs in this, in this system. Do you think that it's fair it's to say we were talking to do you think it's fair to say we were talking a few minutes ago that this defense is probably ahead of the offense right now and that it may, at least early in the season, have to kind of help nudge along the offense? Hey, I think it's hands down. And honestly, I don't know that that's so much a detriment to the offense, but, you know, when your defense kind of knows who the guys are going into fall camp, you're naturally a lot more further along. When your quarterback doesn't know who's going to be starting week one, at the most important position in sports when you go into camp, and it takes the entirety of camp to figure that out, your, your defense is just naturally going to be further along. Then let's not forget the factor that Dave Aranda plays in that. He's a defensive guy. He's You go to practice, he's encouraging the offense, and he's working with the offense from a defensive perspective, but then he just naturally kind of drifts to that defensive side um, because that's where all of his experience is. And so I do think that the defense is a little further along. Um, it's just going to take uh, probably those first two or three weeks to get the offense where it needs to be. And, and, you know, the other thing, Curtis, is this is a new offense. I mean, terminology and schematic-wise, the defense is in, and I know it was a rough year because COVID and they had to do a lot of things on Zoom. We just talked about that. But the bottom line is they understand the terminology in the base, in, in, in the base defense where this is a brand-new offense that, uh, you know, obviously was installed during the spring. So that's another reason I would think the defense would be ahead of the offense. Right. Imagine being an upperclassman on this year's Baylor squad who's been here since the rule days. This is your third scheme on offense, your third set of terminology on offense because, you know, you have the very multiple package under rule and Jeff Nixon and – Glenn Thomas, and then last year it's very much straight spread with Larry Fedora. And then now you're going to more of a wide zone, which is becoming the new hot offense in college football, like the like the spread was about 10-ish years ago. Um, all those changes kind of play a role into that, whereas, you know, like you said, the defense, it's just fine-tuning at this point because that defense kept them in games that if we're being honest, from a skill perspective, Baylor really had no business being in. And I mean that as a compliment to this defensive unit. UMHB gets started in a week from now, from this Saturday, the same time as Baylor. And what are your expectations for Coach Pete Fredenberg coming off that spring season with the Crusaders? You know, I think if the offense can continue to take a step forward every week like it needs to, uh, it then I think that we're looking at another potential for a deep playoff run for UMHB, potentially a stag bowl appearance. I mean, honestly, it's a lot of plug and play down there. I mean, everybody knows what they're going to get from UMHB. It's just a matter of, you know, how big of a drop-off is it from the star to this guy. But, you know, Bowden being back at quarterback really helps. And 
the defense being as good and as much of a re uh, reload, not rebuild type system or type system and scheme as it is for the Crusaders. My expectations are high for UMHB all the time. I don't think that's a secret. I think that they have uh, proven they're like Alabama of Division Three. They get high expectations every year because they can deliver on them every year. I really don't think this year is going to be any difference, and I think that that'll show that first night against Simpson. Talking with uh, Curtis Quinlan from KCEN TV. Curtis, the uh, ACC, Pac-12, and and Big Ten, they formed an alliance. Tell me what that means. <laughs> I mean, I, I read Absolutely the I read a couple of articles, and, and I I can't figure other than hey, I think we'll get together later. Uh, and, and schedule some games together to kind of create a footprint. But right now, in, in your opinion, what does that mean? Right now, to me, it means the only sensible thing that I can come up with is that if this is not – if the Big 12's exclusion to this was not about money and it was not about making sure the Big 12 gets the, the money it is due for Texas and Oklahoma leaving – and any potential meddling in that that happened and any fines that come along with the Big 12 bylaws because of the OU and Texas's handling of the exit. If this wasn't about money and excluding the Big 12, the only thing I take away from this is the Big 12 is going to die. Whether it dies as a Power 5 conference, it becomes uh, a G5 football conference, or it just folds all together and the other eight teams go their separate ways. I don't know which one of those it is, but if this – if the exclusion of the Big 12 was purely for the money, because I can see both worlds. I can see where both worlds become a reality. If this was strictly so that the Big 12 makes sure it does get its money that it is due from this, then it means absolutely nothing other than the entire college football world is just teed off at the SEC and wants to basically create a anti-SEC faction in college football. That, those are the only two possibilities of what this can mean that I have come up with. And I think that the fact that it is not on paper makes this even more strange because there is no contract for this alliance. Hmm. George Klyavkov, the Pac-12 commissioner, was quoted as saying, we agreed to it. We just looked at each other, shook hands, and agreed to it. When's the last time a handshake agreement in college football went well? Yeah, they all agreed to <laughs> – the uh, the other eight agreed to stay together too, haven't they? Uh, anyway, uh-huh. uh, the, the, what, I, what I took away from it, I mean, not that, it, just from the Big 12 perspective, it just kind of felt like, you know, you're, you're not invited. You're not invited to the, to the grown-up table. Go sit at the kids' table. That, I mean, that was, that was my take. And, and I wholeheartedly see that because look at how the Big 12 looked. The optics are reality in college athletics, and I think that that is one of those things that sometimes we just need to remind ourselves of. In college sports, the optics are reality. Whether that's fair or not is an argument is, is a different argument, but the optics of the Big 12 are you just lost your cash cows and you have nothing left but eight teams drawing group of five television ratings. And that is a very legitimate possibility that the Big 12 got left out because who's left in the Big 12? You know, I believe that West Virginia accounts for the highest television ratings in the Big 12 past Texas and Oklahoma, at least in recent years, uh, in an article that was published um, on The Athletic right around, during the, right around the time that Texas and OU's exit was uh, becoming a reality. 
And so if that's the case, because I do, uh, I do, Tom, believe that that is a strong possibility, um, you know, I can see a world in where, you know, you're looking at the American 2.0, and that's basically the other three power conferences looking at the Big 12. And like you said, y'all stay over there at the kiddie table. You lost the two adults in the room. Curtis, a couple of days away from high school football kicking off. I know you guys are going to be spread all over Central Texas. What are some of the games you've got circled? Oh, man, I like uh, Lake Belton-Mejia because I want to see where Lake Belton's at in his first varsity game. And then on top of that, how does Mejia deal with all the drama that's been surrounding the program the past few days? That is a town with a lot of resilient kids, and I have a lot of, a lot of faith in that team um, to kind of to handle this well. And Aaron Nowell is a phenomenal coach. It, Amen. It did not surprise me whatsoever that he got the interim, the interim tag. I'm kind of amazed he didn't at least get an interview for the head job or at least that we know of. Um, I, you I know, and, 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 and a, I don't know anything about that that situation. Well, would, it would not surprise me to see them go through the season at some point name him the head coach. He is that kind of guy. You're right. Exactly. And his kid's a senior, and so I know he wanted to stay in the Waco area. And being able to go to Mejia is, is, is about, you know, the next best option after, you know, the staff at Midway got kind of uh, – uh, rearranged, we'll call it, in the offseason uh, in June. But he's a phenomenal coach. That's a really good program that is headed in, has been headed in the right direction the past few years. How does it handle that adversity? How does it handle it when it goes on the road for an hour and a half to play a varsity football team that nobody knows anything about because it's its first game? That's one of the more interesting ones to me. Then our game of the week is uh, Bossyville at Clifton. Guys, the computer projections have that one as a three-point game. That has awesome written all over it. I'm super excited about that one. I'm super jealous that Nikki Latterulo gets to go to that one. Um, and then, you know, Academy Rogers. You have two programs that are on the rise in 3A, two programs that are separated by, what is it, eight miles, and towns that just don't frankly like each other. And this, you know, Rogers is a dark horse in 3A Division Two this year. Academy, if it finds the right guys to – replace three graduating seniors on the offensive line at the Bumblebee team that has a lot of potential as well. And then I think, I think this is the one that all of us are interested in Temple and Wesley. Oh, How legit is Temple this year? Because oh, no, I have them hey, as my dark horse because of that region. So, Temple's playing Westlake. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah. You didn't know. How about that? <laughs> that, that hey, that one. I, I really believe that one has the potential to be a ton of fun for a number of, of reasons, including including Coach Dodge's swan song, if you will. Right. You got Coach Dodge's swan song. His defensive coordinator played college football, what, 15 years ago, 10 miles down the road at UMHB. Uh, by the way, former UMHB All-American Baylor Mullins, a fan favorite on that 2016 national title team, He's making his return to Bell County because he's now an assistant on Tony Zalazar's defensive staff at Austin Westlake. Then you have Temple. So many returners, such a veteran group for the Wildcats that won a playoff game in the state's largest classification for the first time since moving back up ahead of the 2018 season. It reloads. You have uh, Michael, Michael Harrison Pilot just kind of leading the way. And you have a team that is poised to make a lot of noise in 6A Division II Region Two if it can get the right matchups and put the pieces together and make the progressions it needs to. 
this is one heck of a measuring stick game for the Wildcats, and it's a game that should be a lot of fun. And what a way for Scott Stewart to test his defense that he takes so much pride in than to go up against the top quarterback in the state of Texas, a Clemson commit in K, in K Club Nick. I love this matchup. Should be a whole lot of fun. Hey, Curtis, we appreciate the time today. Uh, have some fun on Friday night and Thursday night, and we'll talk to you again soon, man. Absolutely. You guys do the same. Hey, have a great one. See you later. You can hear in his voice. He's jazzed and ready to go, man. Oh, yeah. He absolutely. is jazzed and ready to go. All right. Uh, running a little late. Uh, 430. Imagine that. 433. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 4 o'clock hour is a service of Good Feet. See what Good Feet can do for you with a free arch support fitting at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield inviting you to join Darren Burrow, Coach Johnny Tucson, and me this Friday night as the Lions open the 2021 season against the Wranglers of West Mesquite High School. Our pregame show begins at 6.30. We'll have the kickoff at 7 o'clock. Following the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. All right here on ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Why do business with UBO Business Solutions? It's simple. 94% first-time fix rate means that 94% of the time when our technician leaves your office, your device is back to full functionality. All systems installed and serviced by UBO have operating levels above 99%. We accomplish this through expert technicians and preventative maintenance. Since 2004, 97% customer retention means we are taking care of our clients. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Since its inception, Pickup Outfitters has remained politically neutral. We love trucks of every persuasion, not just red and blue ones. But people keep asking us where we stand, and for this one time, we're going to break our neutrality. We oppose any government intervention or legislation to end truck nudity. We believe in the American right to drive nude vehicles. We think it's disgusting, we fight it every place we can, and we want to end it, but we want to end it the right way, peaceably. Therefore, we call on Congress and President Biden to respect the rights of truck owners. Our founding fathers didn't own a truck, but if they did, I bet they would have put a bed cover and running boards on their truck. The right to keep and bear your truck the way you want is fundamental to the fabric of this nation, and we believe in that right. So we urge you to come and take it at Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. 
Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy reaffirmed to the team's decision to open the regular season with Andy Dalton at quarterback when the team announced that Dalton will not play in the regular season finale against Tennessee because the veteran will be the team's week one starter. LSU will require anyone attending Tiger Stadium this year that is 12 years age or older to provide proof of vaccination or negative PCR test taken within 72 hours. LSU became the first team from the SEC to outline such a policy. Astros on a two-game losing streak take on the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers get slammed by the Red Sox in extra innings, 8-4. Rangers travel to Cleveland to start a series with the Indians, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 437. We're 23 now in front of five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Tech. What are you laughing at? Nothing. I'm good. <laughs> I thought you were going to fall off that stool. <laughs> We're, we're all just running around. Uh, anyway, we uh, we welcome you back to the program. And, and we're going to get to Jeff Wilson, uh, who covers the Rangers for Substack.com. And actually, he 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 was with the Fort Worth Star-Telegram for years and then kind of ventured out. No, he didn't kind of. He did venture out on his own, and now his stuff is available at Substack.com. And, man, he does a tremendous job covering the Rangers. He does a newsletter. Uh, there's, you know – he gets uh, T.R. Sullivan, uh, who's an old Fort Worth Star-Telegram guy, to, to do some stuff. It, it really is. If you're, if you're a baseball guy, if you're a Ranger guy, or gal for that matter, uh, this is a great read. And, and, and I, I promote it all the time because uh, I, I took that, that subscription. I love what he does. It's, and, and I look forward to it every morning, getting that, uh, getting that newsletter from, uh, from, uh, from Jeff and We'll uh, we'll get to him in in uh, in just a few minutes. I want to take a second, and and I do want to talk about Shorty's Pizza Shack. They're open uh, and, and ready for you right now. I mean, they're at Twelfth and Bagby, and you can uh, you can call in your order at two three five two six four six. It's two five four two three five twenty six forty six. You know, we we talk about it all the time, but we had a meeting up here a couple of weeks ago, and we ordered a bunch of pizzas, and it was out outrageously good uh man the, the dough is made fresh daily the marinara is homemade all the toppings such as burger and sausage all that stuff uh made in-house with no filler no additives and no artificial flavorings it's uh, it, they specialize in new york style pizza either by the slice or or by the pie and uh, you can buy a 14 inch or an 18 inch and i'm just gonna tell you right now you might as well go ahead and get that 18 inch uh, and then you you know if you want to hang out on their porch uh you know and watch watch a ball game or whatever the case may be you can certainly do that at uh, shorty's uh, at shorty's and uh, and and you know they got locally brewed craft beers and you can and you can get it in the pint or a half picture and and you know grab a grab a cold one have some have a slice of pie and and watch the ball game tonight. It is Shorty's Pizza Shack. They're at 12th and Bagby. You can check them out online at shortyspizzashack.com. All right, uh, we welcome into the program uh, Jeff Wilson. Jeff, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, does, does Shorty's deliver to, to, to the Metroplex? <laughs> they can. And, brother, I'm telling you, it is great pie. I am not kidding. <laughs> New York-style pizza pie. It is outrageously good stuff. All right. All right. Here we go, Jeff. I, I was uh, reading an article that you wrote last week. Uh, 
and I about fell out of my chair. You were talking about the the, the Rangers' approach this offseason, and if I read the, the article correctly, the Rangers are going to go spend a little money and they're going to get some free agents to go with these young guys. Is that what I'm reading? Well, that's what they're saying. Um, Is I, that, know, was that the plan all along? I don't know if that was the plan all along, but um, I, th- I think that if you, if you kind of look at what's happened this season, the, the Rangers are what, top, top, definitely top five in attendance. They were, the, they were the leaders in baseball in attendance for a long time. So they're going to have some extra money that other teams aren't going to have. And some of that's because of what uh, the, the governor did and opening up the state and the Rangers taking advantage of that. And, and so there, there's going to be some extra money there. And the, the, the $8 beers, the $12 beers, you know, the markup on that. So they're going to have some money to spend. Um, and, and they might, they might have more to spend than anybody else. Now I, I don't know if, if the top tier guys are going to come, the Rangers are going to have to really, present a, a heck of a case that, that this is a you know that 2022 will be a, a one-year uh thing where they won't be very good and then after that they will be uh they'll have to use the ballpark as a selling point you know i think every team that's coming come in here has been just left in awe by the amenities and the fact that it's not you're not playing when it's 100 degrees outside it's 72 every day and you're going to play every day uh that's going to value the players and so it's going to be a tough sell. I really think it's going to be a tough sell. But, you know, and Chris Young said it yesterday, said it again yesterday. They, they plan to be active in free agency. So, what is the, then what is going to be the core? And is the core here of the young players? I mean, are, is it, are they in Arlington right now? I don't think so. Uh, not at all. Um, I, you know, I, I wrote uh, another story over the weekend that, that they, they just don't have many answers right now on the roster. You, even, even Adolis Garcia has some things to answer. You know, is, is Isaiah Kainer-Falefa an everyday player? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, he, he's a very good fielder, but he's got six home runs, and he, he's been he's been stuck there for a while. So, you know, can, you can definitely upgrade at shortstop, uh, first base, Nate Lowe. You can, you can do better. So, uh, now, that's not to say these guys won't be back next year. They probably will be, but – I think that as as things uh, un- unfold next season, you're going to see you know, Josh Young, uh, Justin Foscue, um, guys who are, are uh, Colin, guys who have been top draft picks in recent years who are the top prospects right now. And I think slowly but, but, but surely they will, be, they will be brought in, get, get their feet wet type of thing, and then have them ready for 2023. And I think, I think Jack Leiter is included in that group too. Jeff, how important or is he important is Brock Holt to this roster and more importantly to this clubhouse right now with these young players? Sure. Uh, he, he, and, he and Charlie Culverson uh, are, are, well, first of all, both are they're on the COVID yeah. aisle right now, but they're also, um, they, they've been there. I mean, they, you know, Brock Holt's won a World Series. Charlie Culverson has been on very good teams. Uh, including as recently as last year, you know, he played in the National League Championship Series. So uh, the, these are guys who've been around. They understand um, how uh, the games played. They're professionals, and they also understand. You know, they, these are utility guys. These aren't everyday players. They understand how how precious it is to be a major league baseball player. And so I think when when times are tough and, and players are struggling. And, and can't don't seem to have any answers. The, the 
big thing they have to remember is that they are in the major leagues and that life could be a lot, lot worse. And it kind of adds perspective. And, you know, when, when you talk to Chris Woodward about both of these guys, um, that's, that's their number one value. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them returns next year. I don't think they're going to have enough roster flexibility for both to return. But uh, you, you'd have a native Texas Texan and, and Brock Holt or, or a guy who's really probably a little more versatile than Holt in, in Culberson. So it'll be interesting, but, but those guys do have value. Talking with Jeff Wilson, uh, talking Texas Rangers baseball. Jeff, I'm going to go back to uh, what we were talking about a moment ago with, with the Rangers and being active uh, uh, this offseason in the free agent market. Are In your opinion, are they looking to – you know, we talked earlier, hey, they don't have the guy or guys to build this team around. Is that what free agency is, is going to look like for them as they continue to build, or are they looking to try to get enough pieces in place to compete? Well, I think I don't. I, I think that they are convinced that they can compete next year. Um, just they they, did, they haven't got enough answers. You know, I, I I just I think that they kind of made that clear around the trade deadline by what they did and and what uh, Chris Young and John Daniels kind of said uh, in, in the press conferences, both after the Galloway and uh, Gibson trades. So I I think that um, they're, they're going to be – I mean, they were active in free agency this last offseason, okay? They, they just weren't signing the marquee names. So I think that they do have some roster filling to do, so that will be part of their activity. But if they can give – if they can convince one big free agent to come in um, and, and – and maybe maybe a second one, maybe on the second tier, maybe maybe add a starting pitcher there, something like that. Then I think it might open some eyes for the free agents who are going to be coming down the road. That that the Rangers need business, that the Rangers have the money, that the Rangers want want to compete for for a pretty pretty wide window starting in 23. Um, I, I think I think on the field matters more next year because they're going to be getting close to to what they think is their window to to contend so i think that will matter more and and, and that would help also with free agency in the next offseason but i i really i really think that that they have a chance to, to sign a guy or two you know to be guys to be part of a, a a winning core going forward once they once they decide the the windows open yeah if you kind of answered my question already but um and and you're as plugged in as anyone so it, it is good to hear that it sounds like they're going to spend money, but that's been obviously, I think, you know, one of the big complaints that it seems like this ownership group is content to not spend money, to have one of the lowest payrolls and to just make a lot of money from the new stadium and from the TV deals. Uh, you mentioned that they didn't think that they would be competitive next year. Maybe that kind of worrisome because do you think that that may be an excuse for them not to spend money again. And and also, I'd, I've heard other media sources say that when the Rangers went after big free agents in the past year and a half, year, year and a half, that the offers that they made were well below market value. I just wonder if you could speak to that. Yeah. Um, uh, one, one thing I, I, I often say is that John Daniels and, and now Chris Young, they have bosses, and their bosses are the owners. And, and, you know, I remember very specifically one instance, uh, the, the winter meetings uh, in 19 when the Rangers were trying to get Anthony Rendon, and, you know, John Daniels wanted him badly, no doubt about it. And I was at, uh, I was in a, we were at the, inner some hotel in San Diego, and 
Neil Lieben were sitting there at a table and they were asking me what I was hearing. And I said, well, it sounds like that – or no, Scott Boris had just spoken. Scott Boris had said that it's probably going to take seven years for the, the team – uh, to win Anthony Rendon, and and sure enough, and and those two kind of looked at each other, like, hmm. and then um, sure enough, it was a seven year deal that the, that the Angels used to to get Rendon. I, was, I mean, he was good, very good last year. He's hurt this year, but I I think all teams to get the guy they want have to overpay a little bit, and I'm not sure that that Ray Davis necessarily understands that. So. I think that, that John Daniels really needs to, and, and Chris Young now too, they really need to instill that in Davis that if you want a player and you think he's going to be the difference maker, and you want, you know, and he's going to sell tickets and all that stuff, you got to overpay a little bit. And maybe, maybe it is that it, it usually is that extra year, which is an extra thirty million in some cases. But you know what? Uh, if a win is worth five million dollars, and if a guy comes in and is a war of six. He pays for himself. So you, it, it's just trying to get that logic through to the owners who are rich, rich beyond our wildest imagination, and yet they're really stingy when it comes to when it comes to free agents. Although I will say that, that once they got out of bankruptcy during the World Series years, the Rangers are always in the top ten in payroll, but now that they haven't been as competitive, uh, they, they, that, that payroll has shrunk. Jeff, do you expect a shuttle bus to be running between Round Rock, Frisco, and Arlington over the next six weeks? Yeah, I do. And, uh, you know, the unfortunate thing is September is different now, which which is good for, like, the pace of play and length of games. But teams in the Rangers situation, it kind of stinks because they, they won't be able to, to call up, you know, five or seven extra guys. They only get to call up two extra guys. Uh, the, the, the good news, I guess, is that Round Rock and Frisco will both be playing uh, – well into September, which is different than years past because their, their season started later this year. So, yeah, you know, if, if a guy may come up for, let's say, two starts and then go back to Round Rock or you know, a starting pitcher, or a reliever may come up for a week and, and head back to Round Rock. Uh, it, it's definitely in the plans. Uh, Chris Young mentioned that today. You know, and, and, and you know, it, a lot of it will be performance-based, like Leody Tavares was called up today. Um, if, if he goes 10 days here and isn't hitting very well on, you know, on, on September 4th, let's say, boom, he may be back at Round Rock to get figured out. So, yeah, I, I, I think we're going to see a lot of new players for sure. Jeff, man, we appreciate it, as always. Uh, tell us what you're working on for, uh, for the uh, newsletter and everything else. Yeah, well, we had the, the, the COVID news that, that uh, we, we knocked out here. And then uh, T.R. Sullivan, is the, the veteran veteran beat writer he's sort of from the star telegram and emily.com he is uh writing it at my website and, and you know sharing his memories from 32 years on the beat and right now he's doing a a johnny oates uh uh epic it's it's three parts it's very part one maybe today it's very good parts two and three are coming tomorrow so uh that's what we got in the short term and then as always that friday on the farm and then uh the sunday read on the weekends and how can we uh, how can we get your stuff? Go to uh, jeffwilson.substack.com, and uh, you know you hit a story, and there'll be a little subscribe button on there, and you, you push it. Uh, it's five ninety nine a month, or sixty dollars for the year, or you can sign up for free for for the for the uh, newsletter every day. But uh, paid subscription gets you the the exclusive stuff like 
like the stuff I just mentioned, TR's memoirs and, and other things that might come along during the week. Yeah, it's awesome stuff, and, and that's what we did. We signed up for the year, got it got it taken care of, and, and now we get the great reads and look forward to it uh, uh, and, uh, and just enjoy it uh, immensely. So uh, thanks so much for, for, the, for the content and appreciate you coming on the program today. All right, guys. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Have a great day. That's Jeff Wilson uh, writing for the uh, Rangers. It's uh, 4.53, 7 away from 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys in Jacksonville Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Satisfy your appetite with the great food at B&M Barbecue and More in Riesel. They specialize in slow-cooked Texas-style barbecue, and you can buy it by the pound, the plate, or the sandwich. Ask about their three-meat and two-meat combo plates. B&M Barbecue and More also features a daily lunch special, plus all-you-can-eat options. And don't forget to satisfy your sweet tooth with their homemade pies. A proud supporter of the Riesel Indians, B&M Barbecue and More. Now open Wednesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Well, a tough one yesterday for the Rangers. Uh, they lose to the uh, Red Sox 8-4 to in 11 innings. They give up a grand slam in the uh, bottom of the 11th. And uh, they, uh, even though they out-hit the Red Sox 10-8, uh, to they uh, lose the ball game 8-4. to And I meant to talk to Jeff about uh, Andy Abanez. Abanez had another good day yesterday as he delivered a key double uh, to tie the game up in the late innings. The count is one and one. Barnes is ready. A long hold, and here he comes. It swung on, hit deep to right center field. Way up the alley. Going back as Renfro can't get it. It one hops into the bullpen. It's an automatic double. Two runs are home, and the game is tied at three. Ibanez drove it deep up the alley in right center field. It bounded on the warning track and over the five-foot-high fence in front of the bullpen. A blown save for Matt Barnes. And Jose Trevino has a chance to give the Rangers the lead. And uh, the Rangers do go on and lose 8-4. to four, But, you know, he was talking about some of those parts. And, 
And, I, you know, I'm trying to figure out, is Abanez one of those parts? He was two for four yesterday, drove in, uh, as we said, a pair of runs with a key hit late in the ballgame. Rangers lose eight to four. Now, for Texas, they are moving on to Cleveland. They'll take on the Indians tonight. And, again, they will be without uh, three key players because of COVID. And so um, – or three key arms because of COVID. And, and uh, you know, it's just – that's baseball in 2021. You have guys that uh, – that uh, test positive or or have to go into the protocol, and you're going to be without their services, including uh, uh, Fultonevich. He he, the, one of their one of their starters, so uh, he will uh, will not be available uh, when as the Rangers move on to Cleveland. We'll have that broadcast for you tonight, right here on ESPN Central Texas. That is our our uh, Ranger roundup, and it's brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield inviting you to join Darren Burrow, Coach Johnny Tucson, and me this Friday night as the Lions open the 2021 season against the Wranglers of West Mesquite High School. Our pregame show begins at 6.30. We'll have the kickoff at 7 o'clock. Following the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. All right here on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Michael Hurley of Hurley Benefit Services. I think one of the challenges that all small business owners are facing today is while they may be less than 50 employees, they're still competing with the big box companies that have full-blown benefit plans. Employers are looking for solutions, and my out-of-the-box thinking is providing a solution. With the innovative coverage offered by Hurley Benefit Services, you can have individual or group coverage that is a lot better, that costs a lot less. HurleyBenefits.com your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. 
From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White's along with you here on a Tuesday game week as we get ready for high school football and college football right around the corner. Joining us now from SMU 247 and LSU 247, Billy and Body. Billy, how are we today? Doing well, guys. How about you? Doing well. Thanks for joining us. SMU, let's start with them. And for this offense, it's starting to kind of come together for this offense. They have to find a quarterback to step in, and the offensive line is starting to come together. Is this offense has a chance to be the most explosive offense we've seen from SMU in a while? And that's a big statement. Yeah, exactly. That would that, that is a big statement, but it really does have the chance to be. I mean, you know, Tanner Mordecai, I was out at practice today, and he just really seems to be the most comfortable that he's been. I mean, he was really, really aggressive down the field, which is something SMU wants to do. I think you look at the wide receiver core, and you have Danny Gray, Rasheed Rice, Reggie Robertson all back, but, you know, no one's talking about Jordan Curley, and he's an Arizona State transfer that came back to the state of Texas and he's been probably the most consistent receiver in fall camp. He hasn't missed any time. Uh, he's been available. He's run the most routes out of any receiver in fall camp. And he's been a game breaker, quite honestly. And, you know, I think SMU's defensive backs now, you look at them, they've got two former four stars in Brandon Crosley and Jahari Rogers. They've got Armani Johnson, who uh, has played a lot of football, has been really good. And then uh, Bryce McMorris is a true freshman that looks like he's going to play a ton and has been, you know, uh, even better than, than they kind of thought, I think, coming in uh, this year. So they're going against a secondary that has improved at the corner position, uh, but they've been able to make some big plays. And so if those four stay healthy, along with Grant Calcaterra, the Oklahoma transfer, and then Ulysses, Ulysses Bentley is a freshman All-American, and Trey Siggers is a running back from North Texas who transferred who's looked really good. This is an offense that uh, if Tanner Mordecai is, is playing like he was today, is going to be really, really good and probably the most explosive that it's been. When you look at this defense, and there's some question marks about the defense coming in, and, and even in, in the past couple of years, the defense had its its moments, but it never really took hold of a game. Does this defense look like it's getting more comfortable in the scheme it's in now? Yeah, Jim Levitt took over in the spring, and the first thing he did was work those guys on running to the ball, running off the field, uh, playing aggressive, and it's really something that in fall camp has, has been probably one of the bigger storylines. You know, they go red zone, they go goal line, and it's in a, it's a defense that has been able to, you know, I, I think with their pursuit, stop some of those plays that in the past they might have been scored on. The, the running back might have been able to make the second effort and get in, and it's about gang tackling. It's about running to the ball, and, you know, for as much of uh, the time that SMU's defense has struggled in, in moments, you know, they have been able – this fall camp at least to show some depth I think the defensive line has athletes long athletes on it um, outside of Elijah Chapman and Ter Terrence Newman they're two plugs in the middle who are kind of sawed off fire you know fire hydrant type guys um, they have depth at linebacker Delano Robinson's the captain uh, who, who has been really one of SMU's most consistent defenders Richard Moore has looked like his old self at times they added Isaac Slade uh, Matutia uh, the Oregon transfer who's expected to start for them and he played for Jim Levitt uh, they've got Kiki Burns, a former uh, really high-end prospect playing at outside linebacker. Uh, and then the secondary, if they can get their safety spots figured out and 
Those guys can cover. The corners have done a really nice job. Uh, there really haven't been many, uh, you know, busts, wide open, big plays. This is a defense that's communicating really well. There's still a unit that you want to see it on the field before you say they're going to be, you know, this, this you know, high-end defense for the AAC. It's a tough league to play in. Uh, but just at least what you've seen from fall camp, you've got to be encouraged. And Jim Levitt has led a lot of year one turnarounds whenever he's taken over defenses. Hey, Billy, I'm going to take you off the field for a minute. Uh, with the landscape of, of college football changing, what are you hearing out of SMU? What are you hearing out of the AAC when it comes to what's going on in the SEC and the addition of Texas and Oklahoma and, and the alliance and, and, you know, the Big 12 and it, its status? What are you hearing from the ponies? And, and what are you hearing out of the, out of the conference? You know, the league is one that is probably, with with all the realignment, one of the more stable ones. And what I mean by that is no one in the league really seems to be in a hurry to make a rash decision and jump to this conference or jump to that conference or make their push or you know, want to leave. I mean, it's a conference that has UCF, Cincinnati, Memphis. Those teams have been up at the top of the conference for a while. SMU, Houston, Navy, uh, Tulane, they've all made their, their own uh, noise in different ways in the past. So it's a league that's really comfortable with where it's at, and it has an ESPN contract. So, you know, that it's a league that I think when they look at their long-term future, probably want to look at trying to pick off, honestly, some of the Big 12 teams uh, and add and become a super conference and, and build that way, um, have really strong regional rivalries if you can pick off some of those Big 12 teams and um, you know, go from there. The Pac-12, the Big Ten, the ACC Alliance is something that, at least from what I gathered watching the press conference today, it, it seemed like, you know, it's gentlemen's agreement at the end of the day, and they're not doing anything to change the current contracts in place or their scheduling. So I don't know how much it helps them in the immediate future. Uh, and the Big 12 is certainly shaky right now. So, for SMU, it's got to be the right move. It's got to be something that really bolsters them for, for years to come. You know, they've been, they were a part of the Big East expansion that honestly fell apart, and uh, we got the AAC that uh, we see today in college football, and it's honestly a league that's made a lot of noise. If you're talking about a 12-team playoff, they've had a team in the rankings that would be in that playoff every single year except one. Uh, their conference champion has been up at the top. So I think right now, I mean, honestly, it's wait and see. Uh, they don't want to do anything rash. They think they think the league they have is very good, um, you know, and that's kind of where it stands. Billy, wouldn't a natural fit if the Big Twelve does splinter, and I expect it to splinter apart myself. I, I know I don't know anything, I but I, I think it's going to splinter apart uh, all on its own. Would TCU and a Baylor and, and maybe an Oklahoma State or Texas Tech be the natural fit for this conference? I think those would be the natural fits, um, you know, especially TCU, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, you know, Baylor. It, it's kind of funny. I mean, quite honestly, you talk to people around, you know, your, your SMUs and even, you know, people uh, near TCU. And quite honestly, Baylor is a school that, you know, I think they should add. Me personally, I think they bring a lot to the table. Uh, from what they've done in the past and, and, and certainly, you know, in, in the immediate past as well, being in the Big 12 championship. But I just don't know if that's a school that they're going to all circle and be like, let's go get and, and kind of keep this Texas group of schools together. Um, quite honestly, I've heard, you know, Iowa State, uh, I've heard Kansas State. Uh, those are some of the schools that they've kind of uh, that have been floated in the 
you know, expansion alignment kind of uh, conversations that I've had with some people. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens to Baylor. If that, if the AAC would get a TCU, a Texas Tech, an Oklahoma State, you know, the, those are three right there. And then if they can pick up one more, um, that kind of expands the footprint even a little bit. It'll be really interesting to see what happens to Baylor, quite honestly. For LSU, let's talk about the uh, Tigers and one thing that just came out of, of the Tigers and getting into the stadium, 12 or older, are going to have to provide proof of vaccination or a negative test for COVID within 72 hours. They're the first of the SEC to step up and say they're going to do this. Uh, do you see this as kind of a leading the way for the SEC with the Tigers? Uh, I think you're going to see a really mixed bag. Georgia came out and announced that they're not, uh, they're going to be at full capacity, no masks, no restrictions, um, no uh, proof of vaccination, uh, no uh, negative COVID test. And this one kind of makes sense in the sense that you look over at New Orleans and they just did this uh, locally where uh, they need uh, the same thing. Uh, and that's Tulane and, and the New Orleans Saints. So, it kind of makes sense from the state perspective. I don't think we're going to see it uh, everywhere in the SEC, but I could see it at certain schools. And honestly, just like I said, kind of a mixed bag. Hey, t- talk a little bit about Mac Jones and in, in, uh, Mac Johnson, rather, and in, in, in just what his skill set looks like uh, for LSU. Yeah, this new offense, I think, fits uh, Max Johnson a lot better than, than the old one. I mean, this is the offense that they're trying to bring back from when they won the national championship in 2019. A lot of RPO, a lot of um, getting him on, on the move a little bit to, to extend plays, allow him to do that and find some of these receivers they have running around. They still need receivers to step up outside of Kayshawn Butte, but Max Johnson, he's pretty steady. He doesn't, he doesn't get excited too much. Um, he doesn't really say much in the media i mean everything is honestly just oh, just trying to get better you know I, I think everyone's looked pretty good and you know we're, we're gonna be we're gonna have a lot of fun and it's just really simple really cut and dry with him as far as you know how he um you know addresses the, the media and addresses the future of the offense and all those things so he's really steady he's a competitor he, he's a you know the son of a super bowl mm-hmm. uh winning quarterback and brad johnson He's got some athleticism to him. Uh, he, he really does. He's got he's got a four six forty in high school, thirty six inch vert. So he's got that athleticism. Uh, I think he's improved uh, throwing the football down the field, and especially with like I said, Keishawn Butte there. They're going to want to take advantage of that. They do have some speed in this freshman receiver class that has garnered some attention as well. Um, so I think Max is going to be pretty steady. There's really that's too big for him. He led the uh, win over Florida in the swamp. He led a shootout win against Ole Miss to cap the season. So I think, you know, him having that experience is going to give him a lot of confidence. And if they get any sort of run game, it's really going to help as well. I was going to say, because of the uh, his background and being around football, and as you mentioned, his father, uh, Brad Johnson, do you think that's why he may have that even-kill approach? I do. I mean, and I, I'm, ne- I'm never going to compare him to Joe Perot until he would, you know, prove it on the field. But you know, <laughs> Joe kind of had that. Uh, has uh, that that kind of similar mentality, you know. Coach's son, um, you know, was a was a I think he was uh, a really really accomplished basketball player as well. I think he was, he was on an all state team or something. He just, they're both really competitive. That's what kind of stands out to me, and you know that comes from Brad Johnson. I mean, this is a guy that he didn't miss many starts in the NFL. I mean, I remember I grew up in Tampa, and he uh, was out with a broken rib one week and back playing in the playoffs the next. So. Uh, tough toughness runs in his family. I think that's something he's picked up as well. And 
They're going to need him to be tough. It's just him and Garrett Nussmeyer as the two scholarship quarterbacks. Billy and Body, LSU 247, SMU 247 with us here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. And, Billy, with the offense trending the way it is for LSU, is this defense going to have to step up and kind of help it get to where it needs to be offensively and get some stops to, to not put the pressure on this offense as it learns where it's going right now? I, I do. I, I think I think that's definitely the case. And you look at this defensive line, they have a lot of talent. It's as deep as it's been since I started covering the team. And, and if they can get the pressure they think they're going to get from this four-man front there they installed, uh, that's going to help a lot. You know, the safety position uh, is one they kind of created some depth. They added a transfer in Major Burns, and they uh, moved Jay Ward from corner to safety, who's done some really good things so far. And they've got two corners in Derek Singley and Eli Ricks, who um, any – NFL team right now would probably want on their roster, uh, even if uh, you know Eli Ricks probably isn't ready yet, but Derek Stingley certainly is. So if they can get some stops, if they can get some improved play from the linebacker position, uh, it's going to be a defense that's much much improved. I think they've simplified things, and uh, if they, I mean, it's a low bar to beat last year's defense, but uh, them <laughs> stepping up and putting together a, a, a solid unit and uh, consistent one. Uh, would be huge uh, as far as uh, where this season could head for, for LSU. Hey, Billy, great stuff. We appreciate the time today. Go out and have a great one. We'll talk to you soon, man. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me. You bet. Billy and Body, uh, good stuff. And it's amazing, Ward, that uh, he covers both SMU and LSU mm-hmm. for 247 Sports. Yeah, that's per- great. Pretty good stuff there. All right, uh, it is uh, 514, 14 minutes after 5. This is game time. Let's talk a second about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And you can check out the 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition with total values $62.50 off, or you can get 2.9% financing for 72 months, plus $2,000 cash back. That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. Good stuff. And while you're there, if you want to kick a tire too, how about checking out the 2021 Grand Cherokee Laredo with total cash off of $3,500 or 0% for 48 months, plus a $2,000 bonus in cash money. It's all available at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You can check him out at alansamuelsdcj.com or go by 201 West Loop 340. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. It's a 15 after 5, 515, and uh, it is time now uh, for the uh, Cowboy Report. If you or a loved one suffers from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro is a board-certified pain specialist. Call Dr. Ali today at 469-562-4188. That's 469-562-4188. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A coach and player had to leave the stadium early before Saturday night's kickoff, and now the team's COVID list is up to five people, including star wide receiver C.D. Lamb. Details after this. This year, we can all agree that positive energy is more important than ever. That's why Reliant and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up and focusing our energy on powering the North Texas community. We're working together to support students with scholarships and educational programming, honoring outstanding teachers with classroom grants, and providing utility assistance for those who need it most. Cowboys Nation has always been a source of positive energy. Reliant, proud energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. 
Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Wide receiver C.D. Lamb is among a list of five Cowboys unable to practice or attend camp this week because of COVID protocols. Just before kickoff Saturday night, defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and defensive lineman Carlos Watkins had to leave the stadium as a precaution. Lamb was added to the COVID list yesterday, as were safeties Malik Hooker and Israel Mukuamu. Mike McCarthy told reporters yesterday that following protocols meant meetings were virtual instead of in person. We, we were just have meetings and weightlifting today, so we did everything virtual. McCarthy does plan to hold practice today and the rest of the week in person. He also said Cooper Rush instead of Garrett Gilbert will get first-team snaps at quarterback. From Cowboys Camp at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and warm conditions as low temperatures fall to 76 degrees. Mostly sunny skies continue tomorrow. It's going to be a humid day with a high of 98. Our heat index tops out at 104. And on Thursday, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of scattered showers and isolated storms and a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This September, Baylor Bear football is back. Slipping one man. It's Snead. He's into the end zone. Wow, what a move. He's pressured, and he's down. He's got Abner for a touchdown. The 2021 season kicks off Saturday, September 4th, as Baylor hits the road against Texas State. Our coverage begins at 4 on your home for Bears football, ESPN Central Texas. suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Chicago Bears Matt Nagy reaffirmed to the team's decision to open the regular season with Andy Dalton at quarterback when the team announced that Dalton will not play in the regular season finale against Tennessee because the veteran will be the team's week one starter. LSU will require anyone attending Tiger Stadium this year that is 12 years age or older to provide proof of vaccination 
or negative PCR test taken within 72 hours. LSU became the first team from the SEC to outline such a policy. Astros on a two-game losing streak take on the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers get slammed by the Red Sox in extra innings, 8-4. Rangers travel to Cleveland to start a series with the Indians, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 520, 20 minutes after 5. Did I just hear Christy Scales say that Cooper Rush is going to be the starting quarterback uh, this, this weekend? Yes. How about that? Kind of knew that was coming, didn't you? Yeah, you kind of suspected it, right? You barely heard it. <laughs> yeah, it was It was at the very end of the uh, Cowboy update. Uh, so there you go. All right, uh, 521. Speaking of quarterbacks, did Winston win the job, Ward, last night uh, in that exhibition victory? I, I think he got closer to it. I don't know that he won it, but I think he got closer to getting it. Here was... Winston on one of his two touchdown passes. Second down to nine. Winston under pressure, throwing for Callaway, and he's caught. Touchdown. Marquez Callaway, a second spectacular touchdown catch tonight. This is a great throwing catch against the Jaguars. So he's under pressure, and it's described as a great throw and catch. And he put it over the outside shoulder, the only place he could put it. And, you know, it was, it was a great catch, too. But, I mean, that's – I mean, if you're looking for where you, you want to be able to put the football in that situation, he laid it right in there. Does it matter to you as a former coach that he has all of those NFL snaps under his belt? Absolutely. There's The one thing you can't teach a coach is experience. Yeah. And that's in life or in football or in anything. No, that goes a long way. That that has to bode in his favor. There's no doubt about it. Now, Sean Payton, <laughs> probably tired of hearing about the starting quarterback job, had this to say. Yeah, we'll see. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a time frame, though. I'll give you, like, when we we know what direction we're going, we'll, we'll let you guys know. And we're not going to, you know, try to anticipate saying, hey, it's going to be midweek or next week. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I think, the best way for us to handle it. And it's kind of how we've always handled something like this. Um, but, but I was pleased with not just the quarterbacks. I was pleased with how we played as a team for the most part. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> I just thought that was great. Mm -hmm. Oh, how many times has he been been asked about the starting quarterback job? Uh, these head coaches, they're probably in, in, you know, I don't care where you're at. I mean, whether it's, uh, you know, you're coaching a Pop Warner football team or, or whether you're coaching in the NFL, when you get asked the same question over and over and over, you you probably get a little tired of, of answering that, uh, that question. All right, uh, 523. Now, I will say this. There's been a lot of conversation about uh, COVID-19, uh, obviously, and, We've had our fair share of those conversations. I want you to hear, this is Coach Zimmer with the Minnesota Vikings, the former Dallas Cowboy defensive coordinator. And he's encouraging, he has encouraged his team to to take 
to get the vaccination. And, and I want you to hear, hear this. I just, I care about these players and I care about their families. And so, you know, that's my main reason. You know, if they miss a game because they get COVID, so be it. You know, but I don't want them to get sick and I don't want uh, their families to get sick and their kids to get sick or my grandkids to get sick. You can hear the raw emotion in his voice, Ward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, can't blame him, right? I mean, if you know his 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 story, I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. But it, it clearly, clearly, that is a that is a man that it wasn't about. Hey, I need this guy on my football team to be in the lineup so we can win a football game. It was, hey, I care about this guy. And I care about this guy's family and his kids and his wife. I mean, it, you could hear the raw emotion in Mike Zimmer. And that's it's. Uh, I wanted you to hear that. All right, uh, five twenty-five as we uh, roll along here on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. It is time now for the Baylor Sports Beat program, and here is the voice of the Bears, John Morse. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll hear from Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda. A starter has emerged at quarterback for the Bears, and this is a mock game week. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Welcome to Toyota's national sales event. Thanks, Jen. You know, I've been waiting to get a great deal on a new Toyota all year. Great deals are kind of our thing. Right now, we've got exciting offers on our lineup of 2021s, like Camry, Corolla, RAV4, Tacoma. Oh, wait, look at that Highlander. Jen, do you mind watching Chance? Oh, um, okay. Thanks, Jen. You're the best. Listen, Chance, I run a tight ship around here, so I don't want any funny business. Aw, who's a good boy? Toyota's national sales event is on, but these offers won't last long. Visit your participating Toyota dealer today. No chance, that's a display. It's not real grass. Right now, qualified buyers can get 2.49% APR financing for 72 months on a new 2021 Tacoma. Toyota, let's go places. Visit toyota.com for details. Offers available in select states and N9721. Keep up with Baylor Volleyball all season long on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor-V-Ball. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfvinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, you know by now the announcement came over the weekend via social media that Gary Bohannon is now listed as QB1 for the Bears. Bohannon has apparently won the starting quarterback job for the Bears over competitors Jacob Zeno and Blake Shapin. 
Classes began on the Baylor campus yesterday, so this week is a mock game week preparation for head coach Dave Aranda and the Bears. You know, this next week will be uh, mock game week, and so we'll take them, you know, school start, so we'll take them through, you know, um, what a, a Monday looks like, a Tuesday, so on and so forth, and then we'll have a mock game, uh, you know, next Saturday, different situations and guys subbing on and off and, you know, a guy goes down, who goes in, and all that. And so, um, you know, we'll get them on that kind of rhythm of what a game week looks like. And, you know, obviously our first opponent will be introduced as well during that week. So it won't be all, you know, Baylor versus Baylor, which we've had quite a bit of that. And so um, to do those things, we have to have our roster set. And so this is, um, this is that time. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears now 11 days away from kickoff to the new season. The season opener is Saturday, September 4th in San Marcos against Texas State. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Bobcats. The broadcast beginning at 4 p.m. with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, a 6 p.m. kickoff, all right here on ESPN Central Texas. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. This September, Baylor Bear football is back. Slipping one man. It's Snead. He's go. into the end zone. Wow, what a move. He's pressured, and he's down. Oh, he's got Abner for a touchdown. The 2021 season kicks off Saturday, September 4th, as Baylor hits the road against Texas State. Our coverage begins at 4 on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. and things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years with over 60 big screens you're sure to catch all the games with 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain we have all your taste buds covered and don't forget about the made from scratch pizzas but wait there's more try their burgers fillies sandwiches and wraps don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on facebook wings pizza and things temple's home for sports for 15 years Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Chicago Bears Matt Nagy reaffirmed to the team's decision to open the regular season with Andy Dalton at quarterback when the team announced that Dalton will not play in the regular season finale against Tennessee because the veteran will be the team's week one starter. LSU will require anyone attending Tiger Stadium this year that is 12 years age or older to provide proof of vaccination or negative PCR test taken within 72 hours. LSU became the first team from the SEC to outline such a policy. Astros on a two-game losing streak take on the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers get slammed by the Red Sox in extra innings, 8-4. Rangers travel to Cleveland to start a series with the Indians, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, a couple of high school football notes on our grab bag as we begin. Uh, the uh, Waco High Hutto game on September the 3rd, a week from this Friday, will uh, will be the uh, Derek Johnson Classic, and it will also honor Coach Johnny Tusa and his contributions to the uh, Waco ISD through his coaching at Jefferson Moore, his coaching at Waco High, and uh, his uh, – athletic directorship uh, so uh, that'll be a, that'll be a fun night and there'll be a meet and greet for coach Tusa and the uh, former players of the 1986 team the first team of consolidation and that will take place over at Walk-On's Sports Bistro from 6 until 8 o'clock on Thursday night September the 2nd so keep that in mind that should be a lot of fun I was with coach Tusa today and uh, just uh, uh as always, great guy. Uh, let's see, what else do we got going on high school football-wise? We were just talking about this. The uh, Texas Football Days Classic will feature Colleyville Heritage and Grapevine. Ward, uh, which one? Is that a plane ride, or are they going to bus? Or how? <laughs> I could walk. <laughs> it's, what, four miles, yeah, those at, two campuses? At most, yeah. <laughs> you could throw a rock and hit one or the other. So that, that'll be the Friday night game, and I think that's going to be on Bally's uh, – Sports Southwest, and then on Saturday, the uh, Jerry Jones Classic at the Star in Frisco will feature Denton Ryan and Longview, and that will be a 2 o'clock kickoff. So uh, just always that fun stuff. We were talking about the uh, kickoff classic, the Dave Campbell kickoff classic. They kind of got all these classics started way back when, and, man, there were some great, great games down in the Alamo Dome, Uh, and that's where we got the terminology zero week, right? I mean, Yeah, week zero. That's where all that came from. So hated that. Yeah, well, I'm, not, I'm with you. Uh, so anyway, and then of course we will have high school football for you, wall to wall here on our family of stations, and it will begin on Friday night with uh, our uh, University Trojans taking on A&M Consolidated. That's going to be on Star 104.9. Uh, you'll have Temple and Austin Westlake. That will be on Fox Sports Central Texas. And then uh, Waco High will take on West Mesquite, the Wranglers, up at uh, Mesquite Memorial Stadium. All 6.30 pregames and all 7 o'clock kickoffs. Notice there's a lot of 7 p.m. kicks instead of 7.30s. Uh, I like that, personally. Yeah, I like it. That's that's before you get into district, they, they like to get it kicked off early. So that's it's going to be fun. All of mine are 7 p.m. Are they? Yes. Well, maybe because of travel. We revert back to 7.30. Okay. But we're, uh, Except on the Thursday night games. Yes. So, there you go. And I got a couple of Thursday night games, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got two, in fact. Is, does everybody play Thursday night the last week of the season? I'm sitting there thinking about that. I know Waco High is. 
Uh, and mm. I just thought maybe that's, you know, so everybody can get a, a jump on playoff preparation or whatever the case may be. Temple's but, not. Uh, okay, they're not. Uh, but Waco High is playing on a uh, Thursday night in the Metroplex, so there you go. Uh, let's see. The uh, ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 Alliance became official today. Wanted to pass that along to you. Not sure it means a whole lot right now uh, other than some potential scheduling. But uh, just, you know, wanted to get that out there for you. Uh, Baylor fifth-year senior Jennifer Watt was named the uh, Big 12 Goalkeeper of the Week. The uh, conference made that announcement uh, this afternoon. So congratulations to uh, to Jennifer Watt. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, how about this one? This is kind of ironic. Buffalo Bills wide receiver Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis and defensive tackles uh, a couple of other uh, defensive players will all miss the next five days of practice after being deemed close contacts of a team trainer who tested positive for COVID-19. Now, as you know, Beasley is one of the most outspoken mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccination. And uh, let's see, what else do we have here on this uh, on this Tuesday afternoon? Arizona Diamondback left-hander. Caleb Smith has been suspended 10 games by Major League Baseball for having a foreign substance on his glove. Uh, he is he is a uh, he is <laughs> he's also being fined an undisclosed amount of money. Uh, he was ejected in the eighth inning of a game against Philadelphia back on August the 18th. Now he has he has uh, he he has uh, he, he's fighting the suspension, so he's still active while. That is being heard. Of course, but, he uh, is. they all do, don't mm-hmm. they? And I'm like, why don't you go ahead and get it done? Just get it out of the way. Yeah. So uh, you know, is he hoping that it goes from from ten games to six or seven? I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what he's trying to do. So, he's just trying to get it shaved down a little bit. So anyway, that is a, a quick check of our grab bag. It is a five thirty eight. We're twenty two away from six o'clock. Our five o'clock hour uh, is also a service of good feet. Uh, and also Versalift Southwest. Versalift Southwest is a time manufacturing company. They're currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All those openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for those uh, those jobs at 7601 Imperial Drive. 538, we're 22 away from 6. You know what let's do while you're driving home? Now, if you're driving, don't do it. <laughs> but if you're, if you're already home or if you're at a place where you can pull over, I, you know, we're, let's don't mess around. Caller three, you're going to win yourself a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Caller number three, our phone number is 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. A couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers coming your way. Uh, and uh, you can uh, we'll take caller number three, and you're going to be a winner right here from ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys in Jacksonville Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. 
In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com citizen state bank is excited about central texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities citizens has 10 branches to serve you including buffalo centerville clifton dawson grosbeck hubbard itasca teague west and whitney if you're one of their valued customers they say thank you for your business if you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number check them out at citizenstatebanktx.com members children participate in many school activities this gives citizen state bank a vested interest in the lives of these students they wish all the student athletes cheerleaders and band and drill team members a year of success whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hungry for fresh and delicious pizza, calzones, pasta, sandwiches, or baked wings? Royal Pizza in Clifton has a menu that offers dining options for all ages at affordable prices. They feature a lunch special, open seven days a week, and also offer delivery. Do yourself a favor and try one of Royal Pizza's specialty pizzas, like the chicken Alfredo, bacon cheeseburger, or barbecue chicken pizza, just to name a few. Proud supporter of the Clifton Cubs. Check out Royal Pizza before or after the game. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Family-owned and operated is a phrase you hear a lot, but nowhere is that more true than at Socorro Family Ford. We're thankful to our customers for keeping it local, and we show it by giving back to schools, churches, and organizations throughout Central Texas. We've watched our customers' kids, and even their kids' kids grow up. Now a third generation of Socorros serves a fourth generation of customers. So if you care about buying a new car or truck from someone who genuinely cares about you, make that short drive to the Socorro exit in West and see how at Socorro Family Ford, our family makes a difference. Five forty-two. We're eighteen away from six. Drive safely as you make your way home this afternoon. Hey, congratulations to Brad Record, a winner of a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. I had lunch there today, Ward, and man, it's just a uh, just good stuff. Just good stuff. Uh, let's see. Hey, uh, and and again, for those who are just jumping in the car, maybe wrapping up the workday. Uh, Pack twelve, big uh, Big Ten and ACC made the announcement that the Alliance was official, and I, I read the story and, and really couldn't come up with a whole lot, read a different story and really couldn't come, come up with a whole lot other than it's almost like it's a gentleman's agreement that we're going to kind of rally together. They're just going to hold hands for a while. Sing Kumbaya, right? Yep, that's yeah, all okay. they're doing. All right. 
I mean, I, did, I mean, did you you've read the story, right? I mm-hmm. mean, any, I, didn't, I didn't get anything out of it. Okay, that's. I'm just making sure that I, <laughs> I didn't miss something. I mean, it just sounds like, hey, we're all gonna align together and do the. the we're gonna whatever one does, we're all in agreement with, and we're gonna go down the road this way. The three of us are Big not gonna. Deal. The three of us are not gonna let the SEC dictate how college football goes without a fight. Right. I mean, that's. I mean, really, you know, because let's let's face facts. If there was a power struggle, wouldn't you say right now the SEC would 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 win that power struggle? No doubt. There's no doubt. What they, they what they've done this summer? Yeah, there's there's no way that anybody else has the upper hand on them. So yeah, it, it's it's definitely leaning. And look, you can try to take that over, and, and by putting conferences together and and saying you have an alliance, but I don't I don't think you. Right now, have a fighting chance. Again, what does that exactly entail? Yeah, I mean, even if it entails coming together and, and trying to to make another super conference, that's all well and good. But you still got to knock the big guy off the top, and mm-hmm. the big guy right now is the SEC. Yep, there's no doubt on and off the field. Yes, I mean let's. <laughs> I mean, who has the biggest TV contract? Yeah, and, and I and, and there's a reason why. And you have in in the SEC network, uh, driven by ESPN, by the way, mm-hmm. is as good as it gets. Yeah, from from a game selection, talent pool, all those kind of things. And and, and that's their secondary deal. Well, yeah, their primary deal. Their primary deal is still with ESPN. Yeah, yeah. and it was the CBS thing, you know, with the two thirty Saturday, you know, right. Yeah. Uh, Tell I mean, me, that, tell that's, me li- that's just gravy, the SEC channel for tell, them. Tell me about the Big 12 network. H- how's that working? I, I, yeah, I, you mean the Longhorn network? Yeah. <laughs> that's all there is. I, I mean, there's not a goodness. There's not a Big 12 network, and, and that's on the Big 12 for not saying something when the Longhorn – you know, hats off to the Longhorns for having the vision and going and getting that's it done. That's exactly right. But the Big 12 should have said, hey, why don't – that's a great idea. Why don't we put a conference network yeah. together? Yeah, I mean that, that's exactly right. You and again, there's very little quality programming on that network. No, no disrespect to them, because they don't have enough programming that's outside of the 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 ESPN umbrella. You know, so the, what do they televise? They televise live home baseball and home softball. Right, and then they get like one or two basketball they a, games, they and they get, get a couple one, of basketball and, men's and, and women's. one football game. Yeah, one football game. And I think they do some secondary stuff during the football games too, on occasion as well. But nothing. Well, they run like a stat board and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. But there's, yeah. there's no, there's not enough live play-by-play on that thing. And, and so you're saying, well, but if that was the Big Twelve network, you would have live play-by-play constantly. But hey, they're getting that check from mm-hmm. ESPN, mm-hmm. and nobody else is getting that. No, that goes and straight that's into part them. of the problem. Yeah, it always has been. Well, the fact that there's no Big Twelve network is the biggest reason why there's only eight teams left in the Big Twelve, and they're wondering if they're going to survive. Yeah, because I, every other major conference has their own network that's bringing in a lot of money. Yeah, and, and again, I, all the working parts of this is is way above my pay grade. But Ward, I will be curious when when Texas eventually does, and they, you know, they're, hey, they're going to make that transition over to the SEC. A, what happens to that network? Does it just disappear? And B, the money that Texas was was generating from the network, the payment from ESPN, 
how do they how do they recoup those dollars? I mean, well, I is d- it because of are those dollars going to be immediately recouped because they're signing their name over to the SEC, the evil empire over there? Well, it's going to be a big check. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be comparable uh, to their own network, and I don't know. I mean, did, did the SEC say, "Hey, you can come over here"? But you got to get rid of your network, or you can come over here and you can keep your well, network. They we ain't bringing that network. There ain't I, no. I don't way. know. I mean, look, it it's not bad for the SEC either, though, because that's the Longhorn brand, and the Longhorn brand nationally carries a lot of weight. I, so I, I would I mean, suspect that that thing disappears uh, almost I, immediately. I was crunching some numbers. They get about fifteen million a year from the Longhorn network. The jump that they'll get from what they get yearly from the Big 12 after the new SEC con- – actually with the current SEC contract, but especially after the new one will more than make up for that. So I'm assuming that the Longhorn Network will go away and become part of the SEC network because <laughs> because their yearly check from the SEC will be more more than make up the difference. Wow. I mean, if, you, if anybody thinks now after this summer with the – with everything with with everything that's gone on in college athletics, particularly college football, and we're talking, we're talking uh, the you know the, the move from Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. We're talking about NIL. We're talking about the transfer portal. If you don't think this is truly a business, and those young people are really professional athletes, I'm sorry. There's no such thing as amateur athletics. In college football, at the Division One level, it's gone. Well, yeah, I mean, when you, we saw it's that been coming, gone. yeah, it's been gone for a long time. But you know, especially with the NIL that now has now it's hit, just out there. It's just out there. <laughs> it's just out there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, you do Mary Harden Baylor games, and there's one or two TV opportunities uh, in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. and that may be your last true amateur athlete. As far as football is concerned, uh, could you know, be, yeah. But, I mean, it's, but it's, they they still have the NIL opportunities. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, it, it, it's again I, I, when we get to playing the games, and we're through talking about all of this. If we ever do get through talking, I mean, I'm ready to talk about the games. I'm ready to talk about why do they win and why do they not? You know, uh, you know. <laughs> This is a this is a tough conversation, but you know you got to have it because it's happening every day. I mean, it, it's just it just keeps twisting and turning every day. Yeah, and, and again, it's not going to get any better. It's going to get more ugly a, as we go along because you know people are going to be you know they can get out and be not behind anything and, and say, hey, we can do this for you. I I think it's going to. It's going to, at some point, and it already has in some cases, but at some point it's going to get very, very rocky with recruiting because of this. Because the haves are going to keep getting more and the have-nots are going to lose more. All right, uh, we're, we're going to have to get out of here uh, and, and make way for the, uh, for the uh, Big 12 Blitz and then on to the Ranger broadcast. If you're, if you're, uh, I do want to pass along that if your everyday shoes don't have the proper arch support, your feet, knees, and hips, and back will will pay for it. There, there will be pain there. If you want to get rid of that pain and, and create a total body wellness program, check out 
good feet in the Central Texas marketplace. I mean, you want to talk about balance and alignment of the knees and hips and back. That's what you're going to get with this three-step arch support system. They've got free consultation and free fitting, lifetime warranty on the products. They're open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday from uh, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. and Sundays from noon until 5. It is Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. All right, that's going to do it for us. We appreciate you calling and being a part of the program. Thanks to everyone who's been a part of the show. Thanks to Jeff Wilson and Billy Embody for uh, being on the program, as well as Curtis Quinlan for being on the show. We will do this again tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Have yourself a great evening, and the Ranger broadcast is coming your way right after the Big 12 Blitz. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. A daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris.